Hey friends, it's Ash here and I have been going through so much with COVID-19 and I think I've kind of been hiding in my house working really hard because my book just came out for pre-order and not totally feeling so many things that are going on during COVID and today was a day where I kind of had a rough day and I thought to myself, you know what, I'm learning so much that's helping me navigate the times we're in that I wanted to support you and share some lessons learned in hopes that they serve you in some way too. So, you know, at the beginning of COVID-19, I had a knowing that this was going to be a huge thing that was going to throw the world off kilter bigger than 9-11. And a lot of my friends thought I was insane that I was one of those people getting groceries and toilet paper, which is so interesting because a week later, they too were at the grocery store trying to get some toilet paper and all of that jazz. And it's been so challenging for me to live in uncertain times, but what I've come to know about myself is that I'm okay with uncertainty to an extent, but there's certain areas of my life that if you throw me a little uncertainty, it really throws my nervous system off kilter and I lose sleep and it just really impacts my well-being. And it's usually those big areas, like my relationship, like if I feel like William isn't sure about me, for example, as my partner, that sends me into like a really scared place. Um, no matter how much mindset work I do, there, it, there, I think that's just an edge for me. And today I came up against uncertainty in another area of my life that has really rocked me. Um, and it's with my puppy Jupiter. So Jupiter, if, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen he's like this little fluff ball, long haired German shepherd, and he's just turning six months old right now. And about a couple months ago, he had these little moments where his leg would shake his back leg and it would like spasm and it kind of looked like a seizure but he was totally conscious so I didn't really know what to make of it and it and it wasn't until this week that I was able to catch it on video because it would happen like once a week and it would be like a five to ten second episode and by the time I'd grab my phone I kind of missed it and veterinarians would tell me that it's no big deal and he's going to be fine, and he's a young puppy. It's probably just puppy problems. But in my heart, I knew that something wasn't right about it. And finally, when I caught it on video, I was able to send it to my vet, and uh, he said to come in immediately. And I took Jupiter in today, and he's just like this little teddy bear, and he's come to be be my little universe in my heart. I just love him so dearly. And anyone who has a dog that they love, like you understand, it's like this special bond with this little animal that just loves you and wants you no matter what who what form you're in you know or who you are or how much money you have they don't care you know and I just love that about dogs so special and I got to the vet today and basically found out that there's something wrong with him and that it's probably a neurological issue and he's too young to really figure that out because he's still developing. And so even if we go through tests, we're not going to be able to get the right answer yet. And ultimately what the vet told me is that it's pretty likely that he's not going to have as long to live. And I feel some tears just like sharing that with you here. Because I just look at his little face and I just see, you know, him growing old and, and being an, a big dog and it's so interesting because people have so many different things to say to me some people say they'd want to talk about me getting a refund from where I bought him and then other people which is so weird and then other people 
you know, will ask if I still want to keep him. And it's like, oh my God, this animal is like a part of my heart. Like, of course I'm going to keep him and take care of him. And, and this has thrown me into so much uncertainty. And it's so interesting because COVID-19 has created so much uncertainty for so many people's careers. And it didn't really rock me in the same way, even though I've had some friends who have gotten it. And I even knew somebody in college who passed away, which really was heartbreaking uh, about three, four months ago from COVID-19. I don't know why it just didn't rock me quite like my little puppy staring at me at six months old and me thinking to myself, he's going to have a shorter life. And it threw me into so much personal development I know I'm going to have to do around uncertainty. And I've been growing for so long that this is just my next level is accepting uncertainty in huge areas of my life. And so I wanted to talk about a couple of things that I've been doing to really um, give me some comfort during this weird period that we're all in, in hopes that these little mind shifts or approaches to life will help you in some way. So the first thing I want to talk about is hypocrisy. And the second thing I want to talk about is giving. And then the third thing is just reading. Um, So I wanted to talk about how right now, hypocrisy has kind of become the new normal with COVID-19. Like I'm realizing that there's something very hypocritical about it. Like maybe you're willing to see your friend Sally and socialize with her, but you're not willing to see Hannah because Hannah's too social and you feel feel worried you're going to get COVID from her or something like that. But if Sally hung out with Hannah, maybe you still see Sally anyway. Or maybe you're willing to go see a group of eight people, but there's something about nine or ten that makes you nervous. It's like we're living in a world of so much hypocrisy right now, and it's it's like a moving target with what we're comfortable with. Like maybe one day you're comfortable socializing, and then the next day you're kind of scared about it. Um, maybe you're not socializing at all, but you know maybe there's a hypocrisy of like you're not willing to go to a restaurant, but you are willing to order takeout. There's just so much hypocrisy, I think, in how we're all approaching COVID, and I'm coming to realize that this is just a new normal and not to judge yourself or anybody else who is partaking in the hypocrisy. Um, There's a lot of hypocrisy around taking a test. Like I've done a drive-through COVID test, which by the way, if you want to take a test, you can just Google free COVID test in the state of California. I don't know how this applies other places, but I've been able to kind of follow the yellow brick road, put my postal code in, pick a testing center, do a drive-through. It's been free and easy for me. And I've gotten my results in 24 hours, which thankfully I'm I'm negative, but I just habitually get a test. And it's so interesting because there's like a hypocrisy of like, I'm going to get a test because I want to see my dad on Saturday and he's 76 years old with a lung condition. So I don't want to see him without getting a test. And yet I'll see a couple girlfriends um, the day before. It's like, there's so much hypocrisy and it can be so tempting to judge ourselves or to try and explain ourselves to other people who might not make sense of how we're showing up. But I just want to remind you, like, this is really just the new normal right now. And we're in unprecedented times and you just have to remind yourself it's okay if sometimes you're not making sense during COVID. The way that I've navigated it is just to go back to what makes me feel comfortable. And I noticed that that's a total moving target. Um, The second thing... I wanted to talk about was giving. So in these times I'm realizing and I and I almost cringe to admit this to you, but my business is doing super well. Um 
you know, like not only has the podcast had a new sponsor, which I don't know how long that will last. I think it depends how much you guys invest in Organifi's products for them to stay with us at U-Turn, which by the way, like totally shameless plug. If you haven't tried their stuff, just go to Organifi.com slash U-Turn. It's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. I've been taking their stuff to just feel better, like their green juice and all of the ingredients in that has helped me focus a little bit more in the afternoon. I've been taking Organifi's gold product, um, which is like a turmeric powder that I put with coconut milk and it's given me this like amazing turmeric latte in the afternoons. So I've just been like enjoying some wellness products and um, appreciating the abundance that's coming in through my business. And believe me when I tell you as somebody who's paid off a half million dollars of debt and I'm writing the last check for $30,000 in the next couple of weeks, believe me when I tell you, like, I understand when times aren't as good in your business or in your career or with your money. Like, I've been there and I'm just, like, receiving the good times right now fully. And it's not to say I'm not in charge of it. Like, of course, I work hard and create results. But, like, sometimes are just better than others. And with right now being a good time... I have become acutely aware of the importance of giving, giving, and giving some more. And um, I don't know why I feel tears as I talk about that right now, but I think a lot of us are in a state of just trying to get by, like survival, where we're just trying to make our career happen or get by during COVID, like make our life happen. And when we're in that survival energy, it's really hard to give because our cup isn't totally full. We're trying to keep our own cup maybe even half full, like things are feeling hard and like you have to work super hard to just keep things going. And in times like that, it's more challenging to be a giver because you're giving to yourself. Like it's hard to, especially when money is tight, to look outwards and say, I'm going to give somewhere else when you feel like you're on empty. And um, ever since I've been, you know, just in this abundance with my private practice, like I am just like so many people are coming in right now. It's crazy. Like I always have a constant flow in my practice. And right now it's a surge uh, with my podcast sponsor, with my sp- spokesperson role, with my column at Forbes. Like I'm so grateful for all of these things. And as I'm writing this final check for $30,000 to pay off this full on half million dollars of debt that I've kept in my life for the past four years since I made a huge business mistake, which is a whole other podcast. And if you've been listening a while, you know all about how my business kind of like imploded with an e-course. And um, there's so much to it I share in my new book that I cannot believe is finally out for pre-order. Like it blows my mind that the U-Turn book is finally available. Like I just pinch myself looking at the website or looking at Amazon and seeing it there. But I just realized like the more full my cup becomes, the more aware that I am now that I'm nourished because I believe that when you're generous, like generosity is just another way of somebody saying my cup is full and I have space to give to you. And the fuller my cup gets, the more I become acutely aware of how important it is for me to start giving and being generous even more. And I can't be as generous with my time right now, like, you know, in mentorship outside of my clients with my practice, just because I'm completely back to back these days. But I can be generous with my money. And so I went on Charity Waters website and I watched a YouTube video about their cause. And I was just like 
my heart like sunk looking at these kids in Africa drinking water with bugs in it and getting tumors on their face and realizing that a billion people, one out of seven people on this planet don't have access to clean water and it's making them sick. And it just made me think like, oh my God, we are just like so in fear of COVID-19 and yet there is like one out of seven people in our world right now who can't even get a glass of water without wondering if it's going to create sickness or death or tumor on their face. And so I just started donating on a monthly basis to Charity Water. And then I also looked at St. Jude's Children's Hospital to donate to kids who have cancer on a monthly basis. And oh my God, it has been such a like beautiful feeling inside of me when I see my credit card every month. And I'm like, I feel so good to see those charges. And it makes me feel so happy that in my little corner of the world, like I'm doing something to make the world better. And I think that all of us, you know, maybe practice kindness in some way or try to be a good person. But there's something really inside of me that like lights up thinking about like how I work hard to earn money and I give it to things that I choose. There's something so special about it. And if you can afford to do it, I just can't recommend it enough. Like get behind something, feel connected to something that has been so healing for me throughout COVID because the more abundant my business gets, the more aware I am of how many of you out there might not be feeling that. And I've, I've so been there. I've so been there. And I so get it. Um, and I know how it feels when you have like cents in your bank account, not even dollars, like cents in your bank account. And I've been to Starbucks and my latte has declined. Like I get what it feels like to not have money and not even look at your bank account because it's so scary. And I want to just kind of bring you into the third point where if you don't feel like you have something to give, be someone who has wisdom or knowledge for yourself or to give. Um, More than ever, I've been reading books and what I found is that, you know, I go through these different phases of my life that I'm a reader and I'm realizing that I enjoy reading more when I pick a book that really scratches an itch for me. So instead of reading books just because people say they're really good, I ask myself, like, what do I want to grow in or what am I working on right now? And how can I read something that is nourishing for that thing? And I find that I I read those book and books and I take in those pages like water in the desert. Like, so I would ask yourself, what are you working on right now? Like, who do you want to be on the other side of COVID-19 and during this chapter of our lives? And what can you read or what can you do to get better? Um, so one thing that I'm working on is obviously like accepting the fact that my little Jupiter, who is like the joy of my little heart, um, you know, that he's not going to live as long probably. And how can I accept that? So I started reading the book, Letting Go by David Hawkins. And I've read half of the book before. I have a tendency to read half of books because then I move on to something that is more present for me. Um, So if there's something right now that you're really feeling like you're suffering with, I can't recommend Letting Go by David Hawkins enough. It's such a nourishing book. Um, And then I think the final thing is just like wellness, number four. Like so beyond like realizing hypocrisy is the new normal, beyond giving, beyond reading and just scratching an itch. Like I think the fourth thing is just working on our immunity. So For a long time, I've been in fear and I've had a story that I just get sick often and like this is a reality I have to accept. And 
it's only until COVID that I've realized like I can't just be in fear of getting sick even though I've, you know, had that kind of immune system. So I've turned my focus onto wellness and I've had three different phases or maybe even four for that. The first phase was supplements. I started taking supplements um, and if you're not on my newsletter at ashleystall.com, just take my free quiz and you can get on my newsletter. I sent a favorite things email and I'm pretty sure we put up a favorite things page on my website. Um, but I listed like my vitamin D, the supplements, some of the supplements I'm taking, obviously like, I don't know, I'm supposed, I think this is the part where I'm supposed to give you a disclaimer that I'm super not a doctor or a medical advisor, but I know D vitamin D is huge for immunity. I took a multivitamin. I take a brand that everybody I know in the wellness space recommends and I've been feeling a lot better and I've been taking a vitamin C every single day and that was just kind of phase one. Like I, I don't want to take a huge leap and not be able to sustain it. So I, I got one of those pill packs like my grandma used to have with like the seven days of the week and I prepackage my pills every or my supplements every week and I take them and it's it's been a game changer. And the second thing I've done for my wellness, I talk a lot about the Organifi products like I just am so sensitive about selling weird shit. And so I, I asked them to sponsor this podcast because I just am obsessed with them. So again, um, can't recommend their green juice or their protein, which is packed, their their smoothie protein with so many multivitamins. If you don't even take supplements, that, that protein alone or the green juice product alone or even their turmeric powder, the Organifi Gold product alone are all super powerful. So I started using products that kind of just like updated, upgraded my day. So that's what got me into Organifi. And um, I think you've heard me a thousand times tell you, but the checkout code is U-Turn, like the podcast, Y-O-U-T-U-R-N. So if you go to Organifi's website, make sure you use it. Um, really great. And adding products to my life, adding supplements to my life, that's helped me and then I kind of got into fitness, um, and I've been training on YouTube. I've been watching Pop Sugar's videos, Pop Sugar's fitness training videos. I bought some dumbbell weights on Amazon, and I've been doing their little 20-minute workouts, and it's been a game changer. I'm starting to get muscles. I'm doing it four days a week, and I'm just, I found that after like two to three weeks, I started really enjoying it. So I think you kind of get addicted after like two or three weeks, and before that, it's like, I don't know. I've always wondered to myself, I'm like, why do people call exercise a hobby? Like when I used to go to the gym, I would watch people just like bend a weight, like up, down, up, down and be like, how is this a hobby? Um, but I kind of get it. Like you get a little dopamine rush and I just feel really good. I'm upping my immunity. And then the final thing I've done is I got a food sensitivity test from Viome.com, V-I-O-M-E. And I just noticed that there's a lot of foods I'm not allergic to, but ones that make me have inflammation. And what that usually looks like is a headache, brain fog, or like my nose closes and it's harder to breathe through my nose. And I've been starting to honor my diet a little bit better and it's been making me feel so much more empowered during COVID. So in times of uncertainty, I think there's something really special about creating certainty for yourself. And I've been doing that through reading books and working on my healing in areas that I feel like I still am soft, um, soft spots for me. I've been doing that through getting healthier, feeling better in my body because I know that if our physical is weak, our mental can't really work. And I've just been doing that through giving. Like I feel so empowered through that. So I don't know if this episode was helpful. I just wanted to talk to you and connect with you. I feel like I've been hiding in my house and editing my book and getting on podcasts to talk about it. And 
just wanted to come here and connect and let you know what's up with me and support you in some way, however I can. So we're all in this together, you know, enlightenment and growth is a process. It's, it's not an event. It's, it's, it's a marathon. And every time you get to your new level of heal, new level, there's another level of healing that happens. And it's just so important that we be in the moment that we give and that we're kind to ourselves. So I'm sending you a lot of love. I'm so grateful you listened to the show and I'm so honored that you get value out of connecting with me in this way. And I'm just wishing you a beautiful day. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's going to push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.